broadcast the show in the dark, and I do, as I've told you many times, I do broadcast the show in the dark, which means I have to stumble around sometimes, crawling my way, and I'm late. Oh, am I so sorry. Anybody tuned in at 1130 Eastern Standard Time? (laughs) Just a little bit late. I tried to get on at 1 a.m., but I couldn't. My computer wasn't working, so I crawled my way, literally. Boy, I was just, Miss X was just asleep. Wait a minute, let me get in here. Ooh, some air spray is what you need in here. Ooh, crawling way out of the coffin. Scraping my gorgeous talons along the way to Marble Coffin to bring you... The story of John Teetor. John Teeter tonight. Yes, Teeter night. John Teeter night. I thought I was going to get two T's to make it rhyme. Or make it sound like two T's in a row that didn't rhyme. This is Night Owls Radio, a show that can only be heard in the dark. So make sure that your lights are totally out. All your lights now. Turn off all your lights now. I will wait, because I had to turn off. <laughs> oh, my. Well, nobody's up at 2 a.m. live to call in. Too bad, because the call-in number is 
And it's been apparently over 10 years since anyone has heard from the person identifying themselves under the pseudonym John Teeter, who claims to be a time traveler. Now, if you have listened to this show, Night Owls Radio, for any length of time, you might know that time travel is a real pet peeve of mine. Why? Well, time in general is kind of a icky, icky situation for me. It's kind of one of those icky, icky topics because I believe that time, because remember, this is the show where we don't just discuss the paranormal. We solve the paranormal mysteries. Time is pretty much a man-made device. Clocks are man-made. It's a way of catching rhythm and mass. If you think about it and you go deep into your head like I always do, it's about, it's about rhythm and keeping track. And then it's a, some say it's about the moon and time was dictated by when we look up at the sky and we see the moon and then we decide how we're going to do our calendars. And all that was decided, as I pictured it, back in the Viking and pre-Viking days, in the sitting around in the cave days, I had a vision almost, a dream, call it, whatever you want to call it, of them sitting around developing time, just like I used to imagine when we would hear in school about how they developed the first instruments to use, steel, long before steel, when they were making tools, the cavemen and cavewomen, that is, when they first learned how to make things from those tools, all of this has to do with time. And you can't say that you're predicting something and that you're from the future and predicting something because that's like us saying now in the year 2020, we just turned another decade on planet Earth into finally the matching year, the matching number year of 2020, right? 2020 according to how we keep track of the years. Now the rain is slowly falling on this dark night as I broadcast live to you. I just heard the little rain. Can you hear it? It's so, oh, it's so little, I can't even describe it. It's like a little misty sound on part of the roof overhang. But anyway, it would be like us predicting what's going to happen in 2001 from our perspective now of 2020. So now those of us living in 2020 can tell the people in the year 2001 what's going to happen. We can tell them what's going to happen in 2000. So this person, again, might not have been predicting things in as much as they were using things that had already occurred, using things that already existed, such as clocks and scientific items that had already been discovered, but expanding on those concepts. I have had a lot of weird experiences myself with time, and it would take a lot longer than this less than a 15-minute segment to get into you, to get into, <laughs> to get into with you. I'm trying to keep this show for all ages, okay? Trying to with you about the concept of time on planet Earth. Well, obviously, John Teeter was not this person's real name. It was a person or persons posting as John Teeter on a website. Going back to 1997, some say, when I did my research, it goes back to 1997. And he was talking on websites about time travel. So it was already under the website topic of time travel. A person came on claiming 
to use the fake name of John Teeter, because they said, I believe, that it was not their real name, said he also was back to visit his parents and that he was from the year 2036, which was really interesting because this occurred in 2000 and 2001. I believe that's when he started calling into radio shows. 2036 was not that far into the future. It was within most people's lifetimes on planet Earth. So they could say, mm, okay, I can understand this because this person is only, I can understand this because this person is only, quote, unquote, only talking about the year 2036. It's not talking about the year 2500 Buck Rogers in the 25th century. It's talking about 2036. That this interest in John Teeter exists all the way to Japan and to those now of a younger generation, apparently, tells you that it is still a topic that people want to know about. He appeared on radio shows. I listened to those radio shows back then. Well, Miss X was there back then listening to those shows in the late night hours at 3 a.m. with a person named John, claiming to be John Peter calling in. And many people, many people made the leap, as people do, to this person predicting things that would happen just because they were saying they were from 2036. But they were coming from a perspective where they could predict what was going to happen when we were in 2000 and 2001. So go back to 2000, 2001. I'm listening to my little radio. In the dark, of course, in the dark. 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. This person's on the radio, on a radio show a radio show, talking about clocks, scientific items that those that are really into science will know a lot more about than me, like just talking about how clocks are used. He used a military symbol, apparently. Talked about an old IBM computer, which I recognize because if you're old enough, you will recognize the computer he was talking about from 1975, which apparently John Teeter needed. Now, first of all, this is where you kind of lost me, because if you're coming from the year 2036, why do you have to come back to get an IBM computer? Your technology would be so advanced in 2036, you really wouldn't need to come back to an old IBM. I mean, that just kind of sounds like a joke right there. Sounds like somebody's, you know, ha-ha making a joke because the IBM computer they were talking about came out in the year 1975. But John Teeter said that it was his paternal grandpa who helped to make that IBM 1975 computer and that he was there to visit his family, as I already mentioned, but what that has to do with the grandfather, I have no idea. I have no idea. And he did indicate that, apparently he indicated, that all the UFOs and all the weird things that you see are from beings and things that are, which, I mean, I think I already figured this out when I was about seven or eight years old, that those things could be from a future way in the future. But the things that he had to say about the way clocks are made and got into how he used his time machine to get here, a cesium clock. What are those that those were used? That's pretty much, some of it just sounds ridiculous and funny. And like I said, somebody's just trying to pull your leg. So 
so to speak, on some of this, but it's like the clock that we use now, which is the basic clocks used around the world, it's a standard use. It has to do with photons and atoms, cesium-133 atoms, and things that all of you scientists out there can go and look up for yourself. You can look up for yourself. But it is based, as I said before, when I was talking about the more basic ways that human beings try to monitor time was by looking at the moon. Well, the clocks that John Teeter was talking about run on the basis of the Earth's orbit as the Earth goes around the sun, and that's how we figure a day, 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. That's how we figure time. And when you get the transcript for the show tonight, yeah, it's going to say blah, blah, blah on it. Because I just said blah, blah, blah. Do you believe in John Peter? Where did he go? That's the big question. That's the question. I have predicted things that I've gotten a sense over 20 years before something happened, such as with the music I wrote. I now hear similar melodies and lyrics on the radio, but I wrote those songs in the 1990s. Fact. I've told you before that I've predicted certain things by the strange feelings of severe weirdness that I got on the night that people I knew passed away. The empty phone call that couldn't be traced at the moment or hour my great aunt passed away and many, many other examples. Who else calls after midnight? My phone rings after midnight. I go over there, pick it up. There's a real scary loud dial tone. It was a loud dial tone too. And then you couldn't trace the call. If I have this correct through my sleep adult self, sleep adult self, you missed the show tonight. The wiki article does speak about the kind of clocks we use now. Time as measured on Earth is itself a bizarre thing, most visible in the aging, the physical aging that we see of people around us. It is still 10 years ago from 2009, but some have aged more visibly. I discovered a TV show from 2009, and I'm thinking to myself, that actor still looks that way until you realize it's been over 10 years ago. We, some of us, work so hard and so often that time speeds up when we look back at it in retrospect. The key topic that I want you to think about is retrospect. Where did John Teeter go? Did he return to the year 2036, which he claimed to be from? As he did disappear over seemingly disappear from the airwaves and from the websites and from the internet about 10 years ago. I promised you a little clip, and this is a weird one. It's all about time. Time travel. I believe this weird little clip where the clock speeds up really fast to go through the hours. You know, we wish the clock would go this fast. Number three, stop the Where did John Peter, supposed time traveler, go? Well, I've already got that solution because on this show, again, we don't talk about supernatural and paranormal topics. We don't merely talk. We solve the mysteries. Many think it was an apparent little game being played. 
by someone out there who thought it was funny, I guess, to go on the radio and websites and just had an interest in time travel. Took the interest in time travel and said that they were a person from the year 2036. Really quick for you, I understand that you wanted to hear some 20,000 leagues under the sea. Did you say you wanted to hear a couple scenes from the movie 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Well, you're in luck. Here you go. Coming up right now. And what do I always tell you in the words of the immortal Sheebies? I'll be back. I said I'll be back. And until then, happy screams. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. We think it should be on the silent version. We don't want the silent version when you're live on air. What do they give me? Can you believe this? Only on this show, and I'm telling you, only on this show. Go to play twenty thousand leagues under the sea, thinking to myself, really? This is on the Internet Archive. That seems on. Well, it is on because it's the silent version. And on the radio, you really don't want. To be silent. You want people to hear the topic. Okay. Those of you listening in the archive, and that would be all of you. You can turn, get out of the darkness now. You can turn your lights back on. I will play you the beginning. It's one of my favorite beginnings. Instead of House on Haunted Hill, this was a Vincent Price movie. And the beginning. Ooh, I used to play it on this show all the time. The opening scene is great. Listen to it. <laughs> Happy scream. Happy scream. I feel for me. I don't know if I can actually say, well, I should stay the same. Yes. 
Happy